You're listening to the Purpose Driven Person Podcast. This podcast is made for leaders unwilling to give up their desires to be purpose driven. Guys, I made this show for a compass for you to have more purpose in leadership through four concepts creation, communication, collaboration, and connection in both business and in life. My name is Matthew Leland Cox. I'm the founder of Never Give Up Youth Healing Center, Never Give Up Wellness Center, and Never Give Up Foundation. You can find me at MatthewLelandCox.com. Are you ready? Well, let's do this. Hey guys, welcome to the show. Hey, if you're tuning in for the first time, welcome to the Purpose Driven Person show. You know, if you're here for the first time, go check us out on iTunes and like us on iTunes. Follow us if you're on Spotify, follow us there. Whatever platform you're on, check us out over on Facebook. We're just changing the way we see things. You know, one of the things I have in this mission for this podcast, I've done radio over the years and it's amazing to see everybody jumping on podcasting and and jumping on uh, creating content. Been at it for years and years and and I love to see that people are bringing all types of content to the world. It, it just makes learning so much easier, faster, and accessible. So if you're joining in, welcome to the show, and we're going to dive in today. We're going to talk about this coronavirus lockdown and how it has affected couples in the way they communicate, both on a, a bad side and on a good side. So we're going to talk about... Um, what it was like before the coronavirus and what it's like now and after lockdown. So before corona, you know, I worked with couples over the years, lots and lots of times. Um, I would coach couples, I'd work with them. And a lot of couples, what happens in their communication is they don't look or seek for understanding, you know, and in a lot of research from Dr. Gottman to John Lund to all sorts of great researchers when it comes to communication is that as couples, as time goes on, the newness wears off. And as you're in a relationship, the longer that time is, you have two factors. You learn to either solve issues together or you learn to fight really well and run away. And so before the lockdown, you know, divorce wasn't too, it was about flat, flat lined. It was a certain percentage. And we would have the same common things. And so one of the things that I would always see in couples, they would never resolve concerns and they would fight on the, the smallest things. I've seen my relationship in that way. We'd fight on the smallest things and it, it would go for days. We would, people would not resolve it. You would find ways to blame one another. One one side would shut down, one partner would shut down. So if you're listening to this, this could be you. Maybe you retreat, shut down, one pulls away. It's called stonewalling in John Gottman's theory. He talks about in the relationship of the four horses, he calls them, is stonewalling's one of them, uh, defensiveness, criticism, and sarcasm. Those four things start setting into the relationship, which are very dangerous. And so, you know, during these fights and arguments, that's what seems to be happening. So before pandemic, you could run off, you can take off, you can leave the house, you can slam the door, you can go travel, you can go be busy at work, you can stay at the office longer. Then now coronavirus hits and it's interesting what occurs. So those that were running away and trying to escape one another, now you're stuck in a house with each other 
all the time. So this has two effects. It's going to force you to communicate or it's going to cause you to divorce because now there is no way to escape your problems. And to be in the home with somebody that you hopefully love and that you're willing to work out something, it's really humbling to force somebody to communicate or spend that time. So one of the things is that you got to know how to do certain things. So now we know during the coronavirus, divorce rates went up. Baby, now here's the positive. I don't, I'm not going to stay gloom and doom because I'm not that, is that babies went up as well. So uh, there's, they're expecting a baby boom happening because of the coronavirus. So two positives um, has happened as well is that time with family. So negatives is that it has caused the divorce go up uh, because there's a lot of couples that didn't have the, the, they had the lagging skills to solve their, their problems together. And that's something that I hope I can share today is giving you some information on how to solve those skills, how to, how to work with one another, because we're still in a form of lockdown. We're still working from home. We're still, now we're going to be schooling from home. So this is a very important topic today. How do we do this? How do we communicate? How do we understand one another? Because a lot of times couples have to define this. This is what I tell couples all the time is that you are hardwired differently. Your needs are different. The way you communicate is different. I was raised different than my wife. My wife was raised different than I. We see things different through different lenses. So a lot of times I'm going to view a, a issue or a topic a lot different than she does. So my translation of something might be a heightened. For me, it might be a seven. For her, it might be a two. For me, it might be a 10. For her, it might be a five. For her, it might be a nine and it might be a two for me. And that's that's one thing a couple has to understand on topics or issues. It, it cannot be the same. So me being emotional if it's a seven, I'm going to try to understand why it's not a seven for the other person, but that doesn't mean it's right, because that's just the way I see things. Why don't you think it's as important as me? should be a seven to you as it's a seven to me, and then we get in this argument of right versus wrong. Now, there was a saying I heard once, you can either be right or happy, and that's the biggest thing is if we look at all the things you argue about as a couple, <laughs> they're very small, some of them. They're very funny. It could be why you didn't throw the toilet paper in the right um, trash basket or why didn't you put your socks in the basket? Why didn't you do this? It's a, it's a lot of that because you got to understand is you're taking two people that were raised differently with different backgrounds and different communications and you're saying live together and function. And see, there is no manual for it. There's a lot of opinions. There's a lot of people that uh, are experts in this subject. and Well, they claim. And, uh, and, and the biggest thing is that one of the things you have to understand is just being willing to communicate. This is the hardest part. And I've seen this in, in our own personal relationship, but also in others is the willingness, the willingness. Sometimes the willingness ends up not happening because one thinks one way or one's stubborn and one doesn't see the other side. So that willingness to either be the receiver or the, the giver, 
The receiver is, I'm going to receive the message and listen and, sh and show empathy and show understanding. It doesn't mean you have to, you just got to show that because then the one that's sharing it feels like it's being received with, with, with care, you know what I mean? And there's no stonewalling going on as Dr. Uh, John Lund talks about. And as you do this, it, it really speeds up the problems. And this is the cool thing during pandemic is time is you spend more time even after the pandemic time is going to be really evident as you spend time and quality time and doesn't matter if you're working it doesn't matter what you're doing because a lot of couples will get caught up on how you should spend the time there is no shoulda coulda woulda stop shoulding all over each other and just spend time it doesn't matter if you're working next to each other doesn't matter if you're sitting next to each other. Doesn't matter if you're sitting outside watching the sunset. Doesn't matter if you're walking. Stop trying to force what that looks like. Just spend time and enjoy the time, and 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 involve the time and and be creative with the time. Because a lot of times, what happens is both sides have to take turn with that creativity. You can't just let the one be creative. You know, take some initiative. Be spontaneous. Stop being routined. This is the biggest thing that happens. And I'm going to now go into just some personality styles as, as you've listened to my stuff. is If I'm a gold, which is a personality that's very traditional, very routine, very systematic, or if I'm a green where I just don't think I have time for everything because I'm so overwhelmed, I'm so busy, I'm trying to solve the world's problems. If I'm a blue and I'm emotional... I wear my heart on my sleeve and I'm communication, I'm romantic. And if I'm an orange, I'm just spontaneous. I'm just like, whatever, let's go. We're having fun. So I'm going to speak to your golds. So if I'm a gold spouse and I have a green husband, this is the thing is greens are just very analytical. They're going to be stuck at their computer reading their book they're content if you let them do that. They don't really dial in. Sometimes they're not very keen on social cues or needs in the relationship. It doesn't mean they are, they mean to do that. That's just who they are. And so you, you golds that are married to the greens, go interact with them and talk with them. Make sure they understand your needs or just start talking. You know, they're, they're very intellectual. They love a, a stimulant. A talk. They love to make sure that they're uh, being engaged intellectually. That's a very big need for greens, right? Um, greens, you need to then figure out what the golds need. The golds are very traditional. They like to go out on dates. They like to go to socialize. They like to watch good movies. They just like to spend time with you. See, greens, you're you're not you're very and you're you're very territorial. You you could go hang out in your office or in your workspace, and you're content. You don't really need to go spend that time because you feel uh, that you're good. You know, the green. There's a joke that we always use in this, and uh, you know, the green or the blue wife says to the green husband, "Hey, honey, you don't tell me you love me anymore." And the green husband pauses for a second and says, well, um, I told you when I married you, if it changes, I'll let you know. And it's kind of funny when you think about it because that's how a green husband operates. And it's just, you have to say, hey, honey, I need to hear it once in a while, if that's your need. 
So we talk about needs and wants. Needs are one thing. It's a need that you want. So for me as a blue husband, I need to have some verbal affirmations. That is my need. That's my, if we want to call it love language. I have to hear it. I, hey, you're doing so good. Thank you for being such a good husband. Thank you for taking care of the boys. Thank you. I just am so awesome to watch you do what you do. That fuels me. No matter what it is, it sounds cheesy, but that's a need for me as a blue husband. Blue husband, I'm more romantic. I like to have people be spontaneous because I hate to be in a rut. I hate routines. I hate to fall into a pattern, and that's what golds will do sometimes. They'll get into a pattern. They're okay with monotony. They're okay with routines. So blues are not that way, and neither are oranges. So if you have an orange spouse, and I'm just using colors so it makes more sense, an orange spouse is spontaneous. They will be in the moment. They're always like, hey, let's go. Let's do this. Let's do that. And so if I'm one of the other three, the thing is um, keeping up with an orange sometimes is tiring, but it's it pushes us to think outside the box. It pushes us to be unique and it, being married to an orange, there's probably no dull moment because they're always wanting to have fun. Now, where oranges might kind of borderline on is they get super sarcastic sometimes when they get annoyed. So let's talk about fighting in these different personality styles. So oranges will get really sarcastic. They'll 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 kind of slip into those those big things that Doctor. John, John Gottman talks about, uh, you know, defensiveness, sarcasm, your golds will get into stonewalling. Stonewalling is basically, they just put up a wall and they stonewall the emotions. They don't want to talk. And you can go research these. These are the four horsemen due to Dr. Gottman's research in, in, in couples. And, you know, another one that, uh, the, Golds will end up doing a lot of in their fighting is they'll they'll become defensive. They always want to prove the point. And it, it's counterproductive when you're trying to solve a concern. And then, you know, the blues will remain in emotion. You know, so one of their things is, is contentment and emotions. And they do become defensive because they get hurt easy. And so they're protecting their emotions and not, and they have to focus on the overall relationship. And the the green one becomes content in the relationship and becomes very sarcastic at times. So content means that this is what it is. It's not going to change. I'm content. I don't really put any effort. I just stay below the radar and everything's good, right? So again, these four horsemen that Dr. Gottman talks about, these are dangerous when it comes to marriages, you do not want these in there. And he has some tools uh, to overcome these these areas to make sure your relationship is not falling. So if you're listening to this and you're feeling, man, this is where I'm at right now in my relationship, we're being very sarcastic, we're being very defensive, we're fighting over everything, every little thing becomes big, there's some problems there. There's some systemic, systemic things going on that you have to address. So I'm going to give you some tools to do that. So here's 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 where we're going to dive in. So so we kind of set the preset of, you know, being in lockdown, having this ability, how do we communicate? How do we move on? 
now that lockdown's coming out, we spent a lot of time with each other. Um, hopefully you've made it through. And here's what I would give you. And I'm going to give you something I've just learned over the years is, is understanding one another is three things Gottman. And I'm going to give you something I created just recently from business that I've adapted into relationships. So three things, willingness, having a willingness to communicate. That's number one that Gottman taught over his years of research, watching couples. And number two is having the knowledge. The knowledge is so important. And what you can have the willingness, but if you don't have the knowledge, you have to gain that knowledge either by going to a workshop, listening to stuff like this, or reading a book, or finding some sort of information. Research it. The cool thing now is research is so available. You can research anything on marriage, couples, communication, how to do it. It's just at our fingertips, which is awesome. Tons of videos on YouTubes and tons of podcasts like this. You can do everything you can to really uh, have the cutting edge, having that knowledge. Now, knowledge is just knowledge if you don't apply it. So the last thing that Gottman talks about is having the skill set. Skill set is everything. See, this is where the personality styles that I talked about in this third one is where they fell is skill set. So we get in a routine. We become content in the relationship. We don't feel like we need to put any more effort in. See, skills are practiced every day. And this is the first thing I would encourage you as a couple is have routines every day that you practice. Doesn't matter if they're cheesy. Doesn't matter if they, they sound stupid. Um, it's just having those routines. Hey, honey, I'm home. Where's my kiss? Hey, how was your day? How are the kids? We're checking in. Because the big thing is we get disconnected because of all the busyness. Busy, 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 busy. Success, success, success. You know, keeping up with the, the Joneses or whatever that old saying is. And and that that's the thing is you have to have those routines. And then what is what do we do to end the day? What is it that we do to end the day if I'm I'm off at work, if I can't be at the home and I'm traveling or I'm doing things? FaceTime say the prayers over FaceTime. I used to do that a lot when I travel is call and, and join in and do prayers or do whatever the routine is for the family, whatever your family routine is, checking in, telling each other you love them, ask how the day was going, giving a report, report out. Make sure these routines are occurring because this is the skill set, the willingness, knowledge, and skills. We have to practice the skill set, communication, having that knowledge. What does What does the need look like? Does that make sense? Because if we know and we don't do it, there's there's some uh, long-term effects there. Then we go into when it comes down to solving problems. See, this is the thing that Dr. Gottman saw in the research for couples is that they had low functioning in solving problems. Fast startups and fighting. So the fights would start really quick and never end and never have solutions. So it was really concerning because a lot of times the startup, he could predict if a relationship was going to relapse because how they started their arguments and how they ended it, was there a solution? Did they find, did they have the, uh, skill sets to actually resolve concerns? See, and this is where in the home, our kids see this by examples. They see how we do this as parents. They see how we solve problems. They see how we come to an end of something. So if you're constantly fighting in front of your kids, fighting is not the problem. It's if you can show them, you can have a disagreement, figure out a solution, and be okay and move on. 
See, where most couples get into the root is they fight, 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 no solution, no solution, go on for days, silent treatment, distancing, pulling away, stonewalling, all those four horsemen kind of start happening. And then now we have to repair the relationship because you didn't put your socks in the laundry basket. <laughs> it could be over something like that. It could be over that you always do this. Those are interesting fights. You always do this. I'm really frustrated. I feel this way. Well, that's too bad you feel this way. It's not my fault. And and so that indifference of willing to say, okay, why do you feel this way? So now I'm going to give you a tool. And this is where we're coming up on the most important part is here is your tool. Here's the way you can use it. There's tons of tools out there. So I'm going to give you a skill set that I use in business. But I really liked it. So I, I'm going to adapt it into relationships. Um, it's used also in parenting in another system. And I'm just going to use it this way. So there's a, there's a system. We're going to call it um, identifying the issue. And we're going to call it uh, discussing the concern and looking for how we can meet each other's needs. We'll, we'll just, we'll, we'll say it that way, but, um, and we'll call it, um, identifying the issue. We'll say the issue or the problem. We'll say P identifying the problem. We'll call it the P stage. Right. And then, um, uh, talking about, we'll talk, we'll call that the T stage, right? So identifying the problem P, uh, just talking about it, talking it through digging down is T. So PT and then finding ideas, or solutions, we'll call that the S, so PTS, right? <laughs> PTS, PT, uh, I just made that up, but we'll, we'll just, we'll, I wanna kinda drive it home. Let's, let's change the PT to um, understanding. How about that PTU or what we're coming to is, let's, let's, let's walk this through, this is what it looks like. So if I know there's an issue and it's my issue, I'm gonna come to my other and I'm going to say, hey, here is my problem. And I'm going to rip off the Band-Aid and say, this is what I'm having issues with. And this is my problem. And then now the standard way of being in a relationship, what usually ends up happening right now, you're going through, man, why the heck would I do that? That's a landmine. Now, if we have understanding, we, we, we both agree on this process. We'll know the process as we work it. So if I rip the Band-Aid off and say, hey, this is my issue, this is my problem, then the other individual is going to ask questions. It's fine. Finding questions and finding out questions. We're going to call them that where you dig deeper for understanding. So let's say my problem is, Hey, I feel disconnected. Uh, and I want to work on our relationship because, you know, uh, I feel stressed and overwhelmed and it, it feels like it's pulling me away from the relationship. Okay. So, I'm now playing the other role. Wow, so you don't like me, you don't love me, so it could go that way, right? So I'm gonna actually use our tool, I'm gonna dig deeper. So you feel stressed, tell me more about that. Well, I, you know, workload, this pandemic, what's going on, I'm feeling depressed, I'm feeling overwhelmed. So you're feeling depressed, tell me more. Is this the first time you're feeling this way? No, I've struggled with it, I just haven't told you. I just didn't want to burden you because I know you're overwhelmed with the kids and you have a lot on your plate with everything else. So you, you felt this way and you haven't told me, um, what, what thought you, what made you think I wouldn't want to know or help you? So see, I'm showing empathy, right? Um, and a good touch on this part is maybe, you know, scooting close to the person in physical touch if they're blue, right? 
Well, I just didn't know how to explain it. It's It feels like I would be a burden to you. Honey, you're never a burden to me. Help me understand more. Tell me more about this because I really want to understand it. So you're feeling depressed. What causes the depression? Like, what what is this? You know, is it is it because of what's going on with the pandemic? Is it What is it happening? Well, babe, it's just because... Um, I, I feel like I'm not providing because, you know, I lost my job and you're the only one working in the home and I'm, I'm, I'm helping the kids, but some days I just don't feel like I'm pulling my weight. So it's really got me down. So I'm just not feeling like I'm adding to the home and, and helping out. So you're feeling like just because this pandemic, we've lost our job. You feel like I, I don't, you're, you're making it feel like I don't care about your contribution or, well, yeah, but I just, maybe it's just me. Uh, honey, I, I, I'm grateful for what you're providing for the home and helping watch kids. We're just, I'm grateful we have one income coming in. You know, as, as long as we're together as a family, that's all that matters. Well, I guess I didn't look at it that way. I just, um, do you think I understand what, what's going on now? Or do, do you feel I get what's going on when you say you don't feel like uh, I you're giving what you need to. So see, see what I'm doing. I want to pause there. So I'm kind of role playing what you do to dig deeper and find out what's going on. When we pull away from the emotions, when they've ripped the bandaid and there's the problem there, even if it is about me, I can, I can role play something. If I give feedback, I feel like you're always sarcastic and you're mean, uh, in our relationship. So I can go down that way and dig. Cause if I pull the ego away and I don't get defensive, cause Sometimes we do get sarcastic in our relationships because we're, we're having our own personal issues, so we take it out on the people around us. And so to take it and have the ability to dig down and ask the questions, like what I've shown you, is talk about it. That's that T we've created. But um, what we're doing is diving deeper into it, you know, and going down into the, what, what really needs to happen is creating conversation. That's really what we're doing here. When you create conversation and dialogue, it's interesting what happens to problems. They solve themselves. But you seek for understanding. That's the most biggest thing in what Dr. Lund teaches. I listen for understanding or I listen for solutions, right? Two things when I was doing there is I was trying to understand before I can even get to solutions, right? And what we do as couples 99% of the time when the problem is presented, we go to solutions or blame. And it's a human human reaction. That's the defensiveness. That's what we got to avoid is take a breath, pause for a minute, and start asking questions. And keep asking and keep asking and saying, do I understand clearly what's going on now on the problem? Do you feel I understand you? Yes, I do feel we have understanding. Then we move to the next phase is finding a solution or an idea of overcoming it. So since you feel depressed, what can we do to solve it? I think I get it now, but what do you need to solve it? What can we do as a, as a family? You know, it really helps if I um, exercise, if I have some time to exercise, I think it does help me feel better. You know, I noticed during the pandemic, I gained weight. I don't feel confident anymore. Uh, you know, by losing my job, I just feel, you know, but I notice when I do exercise, it helps me feel better. Maybe I can set some time aside if you're willing to watch kids so I can go exercise. Let's try that. Honey, that sounds great. I can do that. Let, let's, let's do it in the morning 
I'll watch the kids so you can go exercise, have some me time and see if that helps. What else can I do? Is there anything else? Uh, what about if I, um, we, we start with one meal and I just cook you a healthy meal and we'll just slowly start that way. We won't overwhelm you. We'll just start with one meal, get that down and, and I'll help you with that. Does that work? That'd be great actually. Yeah, that would be awesome. And I'll, I'll work on maybe cutting back the sugar because I noticed that doesn't do anything as well. It really messes with my, uh, my, my emotions when I eat too much sugar. So I'm just making this up as I go. But do you see where I'm digging and we're finding solutions? We're talking together. We're not... One of the things in this, this phase of, of solving the most simplest thing, it can be the stupidest thing for some of you, it's being open-minded. This is the biggest key in this area. Do not judge. Do not shoot down ideas. Explore them with one another. There is no right or wrong on solutions. And then agree and move forward and do, you're, you're setting up what's called your to-do for the week. So my to-do is I'm going to work out every day for the next few days and we'll check back in at the end of the week, right? So you can check in daily, whatever you want to, but we just created to-do list as a couple. Hey, I'm going to go do this and you're going to help me cook one meal so I can be healthy. It could be oatmeal, whatever it is. So all you're doing is coming up with ideas. So this goes back to the willingness, knowledge, and skills. Now, I gave you a tool to use in any kind of argument. It doesn't matter big or small. But you have to sit down and agree that you'll use this tool. As cheesy as it is, let's go back to the colors because this is what you're going to hit. So your colors are going to fight against the cheesy process. Your two colors that really don't like to do it is your golds and greens. They really fight against, unless it's their idea, unless it's their tradition, you're gonna have some struggles there. So you gold and greens need to be on board with this concept if you choose to use it, it's up to you. And the oranges, you gotta tone down the defensiveness. You gotta just go with the process, let it be. You know, oranges, you have a hard time staying consistent in processes. But if you stay consistent in this one gig, you'll see awesome results and in, in, it increases the intensity of the, of the relationship, which is important for the oranges. Um, you'll communicate the most important needs, oranges, spontaneous, uh, keeping the love life spicy because that's important for oranges, right? And you can talk this same process through finances, through sex, through parenting, through whatever it is use this same model because a lot of times we pretend like we shouldn't have to ask or we shouldn't have to solve or we shouldn't have to address. Here's the thing that happens in all the couples from very new couples to the old, the older couples I've dealt with in their seventies. It's all the same. It's very new in a relationship. So we pretend like by the mid time or the mid level of the relationship, as we get into our forties and our fifties, that we shouldn't have to ask anymore. We shouldn't have to tell you anymore. You should just know my feelings. And that's, I don't care how long you've been together, verbalize your needs, physically, mentally, socially, and everything. If you don't tell them physically what you need, they won't guess it. Half the guys are clueless when you need it, you girls. And guys try to hint by just doing stupid things like physically, oh, hey, you know, you should pick up on my signals. And, and, and the biggest thing is just tell them what you want. 
And it's amazing what ends up in that area of the relationship. It starts actually increasing. It starts getting even better because you're actually saying, hey, I need this today. I want to do this today. I need your attention today. Or, hey, let's talk about finances. I'm thinking about this. What do you, what do you think? Because if we can't read each other's minds, that's the biggest ineffective communication that you can do is mind reading, uh, assumptions, forecasting, hint dropping, take all that crap out of your relationship. So I hope this has helped you. This is just a fun way of looking at communication in different ways, personality styles, colors, whatever it is. But at the end of the day, it comes to those three things to close out today is this, is willingness to communicate. Be willing, no matter what the situation is, humble yourself, take the ego out of it, step away and drill down to find out what the issue is. Number two is understand, have that knowledge, look for the cues, seek the knowledge, find the understanding, and then apply the skills, which is that solution. Give that skill set there. Apply that, put it into a to-do, and go to work and change the outcome. Because if you don't change it, it won't get better. And if you don't discuss it, you can't know what your need is. So discussion brings forth the understanding of need. And once you understand the need, then you can change the behavior or the habit. So, hey guys, continue to be rocking it out there. Take the advantage of being together And my advice to you as you come into the school year, take a breath and apply this same skill set and help one another because it will be stressful. There is no doubt about it. You're going to have all your kids home doing schoolwork. Um, But hey, they've been home for how long already? So continue to enjoy it and enjoy each other because we still are fighting other things out there. Corona is not the only thing. Uh, Let's focus on the family. And remember, kids, they spell love, T-I-M-E, not L-O-V-E. And so does your spouse. Take care, guys. Talk to you soon. Bye. Hey, guys. Thank you for listening to the Purpose Driven Person podcast. Something I said today resonated with you. Head over to my website. I would love to give you a free gift to download. But you can also email me at purposedrivenperson at gmail.com. And don't forget to head over to iTunes and leave a five-star review. And remember, guys, always continue to push your dreams and never give up. I'll see you next time. Take care.